Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi, this is Johnny, and welcome to this Coach House Beacon. Let me read this excerpt from Isaiah 9, verse 1 and 2. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Has it dawned on you? These are well-known words from Isaiah chapter 9, describing the coming of the Saviour, Jesus, in the future. From this passage, we later hear of his nature and character. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end, as it says in chapter 9, verses 6 to 7 also hinting at a time when God will restore all things to the way that they should be. Much later, Jesus' follower John writes this concerning Jesus' entry into the world, closely connecting with Isaiah's words in chapter 1, verses 9 to 10. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. We live a long way off from John's words, and an even longer way of Isaiah's words. The light has come into the world. If we are Christians, we will know about this specifically and personally, because God has changed our lives through the coming of Jesus. Objectively, the light has dawned on us, but how often do we realise it and grasp it? When I look around, and when I look outside, and when I look inside, I see a lot of grim faces, including my own. The ongoing slog of working from home, or persisting with an in-person job in an eerily quiet townscape, or observing iron grey, monotone skies outside, which quickly turn dark as you snatch an afternoon moment outside. We are well familiar with these things by now. I do a lot of running, and I refuse to stop doing it just because it's dark after work. I've had the funny experience of seeing tons of joggers and walkers and people with prams down by the local cycle track, all trying to make the most of the dying light and trying to dodge each other in the gloom. We're all trying to make the most of the twilight. Initially, I felt like writing an endurance beacon Mark II, but it just didn't feel right. I thought, haven't we had enough of that? Realisations need to be in place about God to fuel our endurance with God. For example, knowing God's love for us helps us to endure hard times. However, it isn't just knowledge that fuels our relationship with God, but worship and revelation from God, which helps us understand on a deeper level who he is. In other words, to, th- to see the light. Additionally, I realised I had the privilege of delivering this beacon on the 1st of December, the beginning of Advent. So, going back to our passage, Isaiah 9 verse 2, what do we really need? Well, we need to see. We need to see Jesus, the light of the world, in these dark times. In the dark, We don't know where we're going, what we're doing, or sometimes what we're about to crash into if you're running down a dark cycle track. On a basic biological level, our bodies need vitamin D from the sun to be healthy. And even vitamin D pills won't stave off seasonal depression, which many people experience during the dark months of winter. Light is important to us, and we know it, and it is a key image for Jesus' entry into this world. There's a million different ways we can think of Jesus as the light, many ways which are correct. However, perhaps the most helpful for us is this. Jesus is the light of the world because he reveals who God is, what he is like, and how to have a restored relationship with him. 
The Gospel of John goes into this in a lot more detail. Getting to know Jesus, the Son of God, is the only way to get to know God the Father. Without Jesus, we're left groping around in the darkness trying to find God by ourselves, and we never will. Jesus came to earth as a real, walking, talking, historical human being who could be understood and known. If you want to know God, you start with him. So how do we get to know this Jesus, who is the light of the world? Prayer, Bible reading and time spent with other followers are some key ways. However, I would add another that is particularly relevant to our times, sung worship. I say this because it's been particularly easy to neglect it, because we've not been able to sing worship songs together for a long time in a truly corporate way. When we sing worship songs, we do many of the same things we do in prayer, Bible reading or meeting other Christians, but it focuses on God, focuses us on God, and engages our emotions in a way that other things usually don't. I had this experience today as I listened to my mum playing Christmas carols on the piano, and suddenly the lyrics flooded into my mind. I went away and I listened to my personal favourite, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, which speaks of the longing for Jesus to come into the dark world. It helped me to focus in and reflect on God. For myself, and for you, I want the reality that Jesus has come into the world to be something we rejoice in and see. We should be amazed. We actually don't have to wait for the light to come into the world as the Israelites did in ancient times. He has already come. If you don't know much about Jesus, he is here to be known and he wants to know you. If you know God as a believer, I encourage you to look at who Jesus is with fresh eyes. It should be like looking directly at the sun. Our irises shouldn't quickly recover from it, nor be the same afterwards. It's the brightest light in the universe. I'm challenged by this because I've spent a lot of time looking down and plodding along. As I listen to worship, and as I listen to Christmas carols in this time of Advent, I begin to remember who this Jesus is, and it causes me to look up to the light and rejoice again. And I hope that for all of us, this is something that we will be able to do and take to heart in this season of Advent, as it's just about to begin. So let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, I pray that we will see your light as it is meant to be seen and rejoice in it. Lord, we're thankful that we are so thankful that you have come to earth to meet with us and to know us and to lead us back to God. Lord, life before you was like life lived in the pitch black darkness, but life with you is life in the light. It is knowing the way to go. It is knowing hope. It's knowing joy. In, in times of great darkness. And Lord, I just pray that as we read your word, as we pray, as we worship, as we listen to Christmas carols, Lord, that you will help us to fix our minds on you, to remember who you are, Lord God, and to have our hearts in a position of rejoicing and joy because we see who you are and we remember it, Lord. Help us to stop looking down and to look up to you in this time. I thank you for all that you have done. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that we will grow in that thankfulness and that it will lead to us bringing this light to other people too and letting more and more people share in it, people who previously have not known you, so that, Lord God, your light can shine amongst more and more people. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Coach House Beacons. The Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, 
Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.